Welcome back, everyone. Uh, I have a second edition. I have a friend. I still have Dev here. Say what up. What up? <laughs> and also, we have a new guest. Say what up. What's up? It's my friend, Gerald, that I wanted to actually have been trying. We've been trying now for how many weeks to get together. And I just randomly called him, like, called him and I was like, uh, are you available? It's funny. We've been trying to get a hold of each other to try to do this podcast. And... It was really funny. He called me and he was like, weren't we supposed to do this today? And I was just like, shit, I don't even know. I don't even know what date is anymore, anytime or whatever. So finally have him here. Um, yeah, obviously we have a lot of topics and a lot of things that are bothering us in Vancouver. Uh, so who else doesn't these days? Um, yeah, so as I would want to say for our topics, what do we have for today? Dev, anything? Um, what are you going to talk about the Black Lives Matters? Yes, yeah, that's what we were talking about too as well. Um, obviously, uh, Gerald and I, we have been, well, he's been more to the rallies that I have been. This is my second one now. Um, you have been yeah. now in how many? Uh, I've been to all three. I spoke at two. I, prefer, I spoke at the, and performed at the last one. Amazing, by the way. Um, it was actually really funny. So the second, well, the second one of me that I was supposed to be at... Um, he was like, yeah, let's meet up, let's meet up. And then it was a Friday, it started raining. And then my friend and I, who I met earlier, we were like, yeah, let's leave. And then all of a sudden I see you on the big screen. And I was like, uh, hey, that's Gerald. He's performing right now. So obviously we can't leave. Um, yeah, he's also a local artist here in Vancouver as well. Uh, check him out if you haven't. Um, obviously, we're gonna say your, you know. It's Grizzly Winter, by the way. Thank you very much. Yes, there you go. Check him out, everyone. So He's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. So we were we were uh, wanting to get together as as I was saying earlier before. Um, yeah. So he, he performed. It was amazing. Again, it's my second uh, Black Lives Matter. I'm really hoping that there is more, obviously, to come. There are. I want to ask you, uh, um, Gerald, for that. Is there going to be any more wow. for the movement so people can also, you know, that haven't also learned about it or that don't know where to go? Do you know, like, the areas yeah. that people can go? So there's going to be a, like, a cookout. Um, what? Oh, my God, I love a cookout. And I, th- I want to say in, like, two weeks or a week or two weeks at the same place that the rally was or the, the uh, Juneteenth celebration was. Okay. This one is not, it's not like a protest. It's literally like a big. Just a straight out cookout. cookout for okay. The community to like, so we're going to, so from, we're going to have like black restaurants come and like do food and uh, just going to be some performances and stuff. It's literally just getting the community together to build that strength and unity that we're trying to build over, over here. And then the next rally, I'm not too sure what's going on with that. I am in the process of setting up like a red tabletop kind of event to focus on all assets all facets of like black industry out here so yes actors musicians uh, people in medical care people in the government people who have to do um who have to work with uh like in school and social and school and social work and stuff you know yes. what I mean? Because that's, that's what's important. So of course. we're working on. That's probably coming around in August or something. That's um, amazing because that's coming up in less than a month, as I would say. Um, oh, my God. that 
really funny. There's just a dog taking a shit like right across. Sorry. We're uh, also, by the way, we're live right now. We're in a park. So if you hear all the noises and sounds right now, um, we are live, literally live. And we are in a park with other people that are in a park. Um, no, I think that's really great and amazing because I feel like in the Vancouver community, we don't have that. And when I first moved here, it was 2000, say, 9 or 10. Yeah absolutely nothing there was no community there was no nothing so people are saying like oh where do i fit in and blah 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 and now that this movement that i know it's the now like why now but this is the now 2020 maybe was a bust but not for us because we're gonna keep fighting and we're gonna keep still saying that we are here and we are not going anywhere so that's why i love what's going on right now and it makes me more alive than anything else i i you know what i grew up here so like I, like, this is also, like, kind of a biased, like, memory, but I do, you know, even remember when the community was small, there was more community here, right? What I, what happened, from what I can tell, is that once the Olympics came in and they overpriced everybody out, half the community that I grew up with left. No way. Oh, yeah, because think about it, the Olympics came, then the next year was a riot, and then all of a sudden, like... That's right. I was actually here for the 2000 and the riot, too, as yeah, well, so... Yeah, riot, and then the okay. riot, I moved away... I came back three years later and everything was like, I like fucking, I went from like, you could get a place downtown of like a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks to it was like $3,000. Oh my God. Okay. So yeah, that's also another story maybe that we'll get into a little bit later on, but yeah, the whole, with everything now in Vancouver and with the whole prices, I know this is totally off topic, but we'll get into it later. Um, just answering your question is that, that yeah, it's like, it's ridiculous. And I was actually here. I just came in time for those Olympics. Holy shit, it's crazy. I have a story too as well. My friends came down from Kelowna. They, uh, we, or sorry, they stayed at uh, a hotel right on Granville Street. And of course there was police with their, with like their big guards up and everything and all that. And we were like, we need to get from, you know, from fucking point A to B, right? right. So that's where we were going. And so the guy was like, no, like go, go the extra, extra long way. And we're like, no, we need to get, cause there was literally a fucking riot and we wanted to get out of it. And so this cop just fucking pepper sprayed all of us. I went down onto my knees. My friends had to carry me uh, to the hotel because I couldn't fucking see. So yeah, yeah. Cause we, we were like, we want to get out. And then a whole bunch of other riot people behind us. And they're like, are they with you? And we're like, obviously not like, no. We need to, you saw three of us come up, sink like by, like, you know, with just us. And then now you're trying to say that we're with other people. So this cop said, yeah, that we're with other people. And so either way, he just pepper sprayed all of us. And it, it was yeah. just so terrifying. I've never felt so terrified in my entire life that having that was the most craziest time in my life moving here. So I thought, is this Vancouver? Is this what it's going to be? It was fun. Back then. Yeah, definitely the riots. Well, not, not sorry, riot. sorry, yeah. not the riots. The my bad, everyone. The Olympics. Let's let's re let's rephrase that. Yes, the Olympics were fun, but definitely not the riots. Things were on fire, buildings were on fire, cars were getting smashed. I thought it was like World War Three. It was ridiculous. So I didn't know how to ex how to you know explain of what's going on and everything. But it it happened so fast that. It was like um, people were saying, oh, those cute dogs playing. Sorry. We're by a, a baseball dog field and there's just dogs just, you know, countlessly playing and having fun. But um, to be a dog. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, it, it's one thing where it's like, you know, you're enjoying these Olympics and everything. It's so cool. It's fascinating. 
And then it just gets shut down by pepper spray and you're doing absolutely nothing wrong. And it just, I felt like we didn't deserve it. Obviously we didn't because we were trying to get out of the riots. But again, going back to, um, you know, just police and everything of what's going on right now is just ridiculous. Every day, as we see in social medias or media, whatever you want to call it, um, we see just a lot, a lot of hate, a lot of racism. And I know it's the now and what's going on, but why is there so many more videos, so many more than before? Yes. Because Please tell me that. Because it's, look, this is, this is a three-plan system, right? So... What happens with when something becomes like international, international like headlines and it affects the entire world? They start mass, the mass start mass like producing it so everybody see it. So all these old cases, all these old videos that people have seen that we like that weren't getting paid attention to now. Now that just everybody has time, they're all over the place. But I'm sorry, I have to stop you there. Just because of the pandemic, now this is being brought up. Like no, this has been bringing. This has been happening for what 400 years. But, like, nobody, like... Correct, but, yes. But the thing about it is, is that, like, every... Before there was distraction, you had other things. You had work. You had to pay your bills. You had to do all this But shit. there's always distractions no matter what. Life is life, no, right? It, no, coronavirus changed everything. As Dev and I, as he's still here right now, uh, we talked about it, um, that we, we were saying earlier that just because of this pandemic... Does people really need to have a wake-up call? Because honestly, everyone should always have a wake-up call no matter what. Besides this pandemic, I think this is ridiculous is that people are like, oh, we should visit our families more or we should, you know, wash our hands more. And we were talking about that early that we're like, are people that really fucking disgusting that people don't wash their hands just because of this pandemic? That's the reason why we were talking about it because I was like, what the hell? This is like ridiculous. Sorry, Dev's getting eaten alive over here by... uh, Say what up, you're still alive, right? I'm still alive. Okay, still alive. No, he's, okay. he's just quiet. He's just listening on us. But uh, go ahead. No, but I... Okay, so the thing about it was... I, I said that too. It's just like it, how gross are people. But think about it. This is the way I look at it. Humans are inherently selfish creatures, right? Outside of like your family and the people you become close to, you don't really give a fuck about anybody else. But the thing I think that a lot of people are noticing right now is a problem, which is why all this is bringing up and why everybody so, feels so weird about it, is because you're, it's like for the first time at, because of coronavirus, we actually had to give a fuck about the person next to us by giving them space, by trying to make sure we didn't interact with them so we couldn't get them sick. It was this whole massive self-consciousness of the next person around you. Can I impose on that? I just thought... I I love the idea of what you were saying because, yes, people do that. But in general, I was always very cautious of just, you know, obviously traveling on buses and our sky trains here because we're packed in like sardines here. So if you got to sneeze, sneeze in your sleeve. Don't go like that and give debris everywhere because I've witnessed that so many times. And I'm like, hello, you have a sleeve or you're, you know, I just feel like. But that's okay. That's completely different from like. Mm-hmm. You sneezing into your thing when the sergeant's back back then to like yeah. now having to give distance to another person like automatically so you don't do that. But what I'm saying is that I just feel like people who are smart should 
automatically know distance is a thing and that people should have their own space. But that was before, Correct? before yeah, but before that was personal space. Now we're giving distance. Then I just feel like a lot of people are stupid. Well, no, it's just personal space is different. So like this right now, this is personal space. We're all in each other. This is personal space. Well, well I'm in my personal me, space. I'm kind of crowding you because no, of the but microphone. The, but but like, other than that, but like, look at it, check it out. So I'm not, I'm comfortable with you because on my personal space right here is mm-hmm. here. That's how it used to be. Now it's. Yeah, it's like it's like thing. six and meters. Like, do not touch me. Do, like, yeah, it, but it's, it's crazy. also being aware of like the next person around you, and that opens with somebody's mind. See, the only shit's been happening forever. I've I've had more. <laughs> I've had so <laughs> many like terrible experiences with police to the point of like like couple like more than a handful of life threatening situations. And like I can tell you this, this this shit has never changed. It never stopped. I've been mad about this shit since the first time it happened to me when I was eleven. First time I got a wow. gun pointed at me when I was 14, wow. living in Vancouver. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. I've been fucking pissed off forever. Yeah, I but remember telling shit. you the stories. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but this shit that's happening right now, it's just like, it's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, this stuff that's happening right now, everybody's like, because everybody's slowed down and they've had to, like, be aware of, be kind of their fellow man, now they're like, oh, well, this yeah. is bad. Well, no, this is what society and what people also need to really think about twice is that, oh, yes, the world has slowed down now. So now they have a positive, more thinking of the world and how people think and how people adapt of their surroundings. So this is how I've always wondered is that does it really have to become a pandemic for people to actually wake the fuck up on people's space and distance and awareness? Yeah, pretty much. Come on. This like, is this is what we talked about, right, Dev? About when we were talking about like social distancing and like it, it comes like again like with families and you know like wearing the whole masks and all that stuff. And it's just like I really feel like people need to be more aware that it doesn't have to come down to a pandemic. Everyone should always have this, and maybe this is just me. I don't know. Everyone's different. But now that correct me, up the question of awareness and like, how do we get awareness? Could it be you know exposure to our environment? It's Are just we more informed certain ways. But also too, maybe I don't know. Everyone's thinking in a different way. Yes, everyone has a different way. But I'm just saying is that I've always been aware, even before all of this. I don't know if it comes maybe down to a lot of people are not street smart. Correct me if I'm wrong out there, fans and viewers that are listening. Everyone has their own opinion. But at the end of the day, everyone should just know about their surroundings and the cautiousness of having personal space. No matter what, I've always been like that. Personal space is personal space. If someone's having a bad day, you don't want to be in that personal space. You should know, right? So I just think that... Again, everyone's going to have a different view on it, but um, I just think that we should be waking more up in this world about this pandemic and how everything is going on about it, that it shouldn't have to be because of COVID-19 of this. It just shows you that people need to be more actually aware. Correct me if I'm wrong, everyone here. No, I don't no, know. I don't... But do you, like, do, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Right? It's just like having that in a kind of thinking twice, not once. You know what I'm saying? No. So it's definitely one thing. Um, I'm 50-50 um, okay, on this one. Right? Okay, no, yeah. No, I'm 50-50 on this one because it's like... Okay. Okay, so aside from the pandemic and things, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want people thinking twice of exactly how you feel about me. Right? Mm-hmm. This is the thing. Because we're talking about like the whole movement and everything else, right? Yeah. So 
I actually like that people aren't thinking right now and they're saying exactly who the fuck they are out loud. Because that oh, 100%. way, I know what the fuck I'm dealing with. This is the thing. I don't like pretend. I don't. I. I grew up here. Mm-hmm. I love my friends here. I like the scenery here. Family. But Ooh. I fucking hate this place. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking like Gerald's head. Um. <laughs> I fucking hate this place. I despise this city because it is fake as fuck, and people yeah. lie to thank lie, you. Lie to lie to your face. I just thank you, thank you. Okay, so I I want to kind of time in there for a second. Is that? And we're not haters on the city. No, it's, definitely it's no no haterade here. No one's drinking no haterade. I'm just city, saying, right now. Headspace and no, of course, a lot of people are in their headspace, and a lot of people are, are afraid to speak their mind. Uh, but this is the most beautiful thing: is when you know your place, you know who you are, and you're not afraid to give a shit of what people think, of what you say. So this is Vancouver. I'm sorry for. I'm not saying all Vancouver writes, but most of y'all um, that are actually afraid of saying what's on your mind, or to to be afraid to say something bluntly to somebody. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you're sugarcoating all of that shit. So yeah. just stop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mediate something I said. Just, I, I'm saying, I, I don't know, hate. I hate what this place turned into. See, well, great. let's not use hate because hate is a strong word. Let's use dislike. No, I, I, I strongly hate this motherfucker. Okay, let's do it up. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, no, I, I hate what this place turned into. From going up here, my experience growing up here was that, like, aside from all the negative shit, most of the people I grew up with were cool and they didn't do that shit this place was more of like a like it felt more like calgary like a blue collar town back then Mm -hmm. so it was like you know you could have your cookouts with your family you could caribbean days used to have a whole parade down the street love it like fucking it was a whole thing it was like the whole like even the community even though the community was small they were together yeah once everything once i started getting older and i came back and especially after olympics they like killed any sense of like Mm -hmm. Community shit. Like one one thing I will never forget was like the Latin festival used to be at Trout Lake over here, right? Oh yes. So way back, back in the day, mm-hmm. that was all set up by the Latin community. Everybody had a thing, whatever. Once the Olympics came up and it was a whole world stage, all the city kept getting involved in everybody's shit and yeah. dialing down what actually made it that thing, and mm-hmm. then making it for everybody else and making for all the white people in the neighborhood. So then now yeah. it didn't even feel like what it was supposed to be anymore, right? <laughs> And it's all a version of control because that's what that's what and that's why everybody around here is fake. But everybody's scared to lose control. That's why protests scare people here so much because everybody's so used to this serene, perfect view of control that when you start challenging that control, they get iffy and they don't know what the fuck to do about it because it's threatening their calm. Because this whole place is supposed to be some hippie commune bullshit. But honestly, if you don't look at the problems that you're having, then then you're never going to change anything, and you can't make everything for one set of group of people and when other people want other shit. It's not fair. Exactly. No, that's honestly such a great approach to bring that because, yeah, people are afraid to express themselves. And that is one thing that I thought to Vancouver was definitely hella fake. And being your own individual, it's like people look at you completely wrong because you're too blunt or you're too on- if blunt and honest. I'm pretty sure the same damn thing. But, you know, I'm just saying is that like I've always been that type of person and that's why I don't really have many friends here because it's like 
you want to call that I don't fit in? Sure. I don't give a shit. Whatever. At least I know that I am my person and all of my, like all of my guests that are here right now, they are like my good friends and they are who they are. And that's number one thing is that a lot of people here front, they're fake. They, they're not who they are because society wants to see them. I feel like as something else, you know? And that's why I'm like, I just don't understand those people. I feel like obviously they're fake as fuck and I just don't give a shit. And Correct me if I'm wrong, if I get in trouble for my stuff, at least and I'm blunt and honest. There's a lot of opportunists here. You know, they pretend to be your friend. They're there for the good moment, but when things go bad, they're nowhere to be found. Exactly, and because, the because time, they always want yeah. one thing out of you, and that's it. Also, but, too, a lot of people fucking use you here, too. At the same time, they like to stay yeah. in the gray area, so that way you can't you can know that they're bad people, because they're like, oh, you know, like I never did anything, but it's, it's not what they didn't do. It's what they're, they're supposed to do, you know, as a friend. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like that's definitely society showing them, like, oh, you should be this way, you should act this way. Like, fuck you, no, I'm not a robot. No, I'm not going to be like that. I don't want people to see me what they want to see. I'm going to see what I want to see. So that's how I see it at the end of the day of what people think of me. I don't care if they think or if they judge me or anything. Guess what? They don't fucking know me. So that's one thing that I'm like, and this always actually went along on set. Yeah. So all of us here that are my viewers, that are my friends today, we all worked on set TV and film here in Vancouver. I'm not trying to bash Vancouver film industry. I'm just saying it's the people that bashed it was like oh when i looked at you you were a bitch um excuse me uh first of all you don't know who i am you looked at me judging the cover and that's what everyone thinks here and it really really pisses me off i'm pretty sure two of my guests here have stories of that no but it's not just that it's it's the whole culture of the whole thing it's like when i get uh, like a better part and somebody tells me I get it because I'm black. You're telling me that the only time me being black is an advantage is when I can get a role that you wanted that I'm just better for it. I really hate when my, um, I'm not going to name any um, agents, but when my one agent goes, they're not going ethnic this time. Excuse me? Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't matter what the fuck they're going. Um, I'm a human being, so... If, if, I, if I'm not great, sure, whatever. Don't pinpoint of me, of my color, of what I am, of the role that I'm fucking trying to do. So that's what really got me is, oh, we're not going ethnic this time. Um, okay, sure. Sorry, we're getting eaten out here, I think, by mosquitoes or I don't know. So if you hear the slapping, that's definitely the mosquito. Sorry, we are in the greater Vancouver. <laughs> so, um, no. but uh, yeah. No, it's not just... See, the, the, problem, the problem isn't just the film industry. The whole problem is the setup of all the culture here, period. Like, every there's glass ceilings for everybody. Some people are just higher than others. Back in the day when I was growing up, Asians' glass ceilings were just as high as all the other minorities, mm-hmm. except for when all the, China got their money and they made that whole deal and the Olympics came to town. Like, all of a sudden, everybody bent backwards. Before, yo, they were more ra- they, they were more racist with Asians than they were with us. Oh, my God. And that's happening now with us. Like, I'm I'm sorry to say, but, like, right now, which, what's going on in Vancouver, or, again, correct me if I'm wrong, everyone, um, around the world, that everyone is targeting, like, you know, African-Americans and also Asians right yeah. now because of the whole coronavirus, no, which is really just, fucked up. They're, no, they're just they're targeting them because there's been... a. A lot of people have been trying to, like, make China, like, the enemy for the last, like, couple of years. But then also we got to kind of go, it all goes I'm down with... I'm not saying with... they're not, I'm not saying that, that, they you know, the government hasn't fucked up. I'm just saying it's just, like, the rhetoric of the times. But then, yeah, again, like, also, too, you have to think, like, China is, what, they're ahead of us of how many years in the future, I feel like? 
No, but I don't know. Hey. Correct me if I'm wrong. But again, you don't go around and say it's the Chinese virus. Like, no, but come it, on, that's you know fucking it, racist. It's, it's, no, it's it, of course it's racist, but it's biting the hand that feeds you. China owns every major North American country's debt. Yes, it does. They own, they, they own us. They yes. own the states. They own yes. Mexico. So obviously, this is more like instead of like a fucking the racist the lowest common denominator. If you want to diss somebody. Mm-hmm. Right, like if I was in a rap battle with somebody, I'm not gonna immediately go after them because of whatever the fuck they might be. Yeah, that's like the weak. That's like the yeah. That's, that's like the lowest of the low. That's like the, no, it's not the low. It's it's uninventive. It's it's easy. It's like the it's like the cheap shot. Mm-hmm. It's like making fun of a midget because he's short. <gasps> Don't even say that word because even that's a racist term. Oh, there's a new. You gotta say little people. It's little people. <laughs> I'm just I'm just joking but you know like we get just just so caught up in our yeah. words so obviously he did not mean to say that um yeah anyways okay <laughs> Make, making fun of little people because it's short yes. or like making fun of like um the right. same like things like 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 oh that's gay or something like something yes something, okay something, like, something yes st- something st- small and childish that's what like that's what that is yes that's what racism is me and my friend were talking about this we had this idea of like Cause like we're talking about the word Karen, that whole Karen term has come up. Oh um, my yeah. gosh! Even my brother uses that. I'm like, mm. I still, I, I still, use, I use Karen. It's funny. But, but what, isn't that racist? But, but that's the thing. But that's the thing. We were talking about like, how did racism start? Did somebody probably said something that seemed kind of funny with a couple of people, mm-hmm. and then it was like funny for a bit, and then it just went on way too long. Yeah. Like Karen's gonna die out. I'm, st- I'm, I haven't called a, a, a chick to Karen to her face yet, but I know a couple Karens that I'm waiting to call out. But my question is, with the good hair. who, <laughs> yes, that was Beyonce's phrase, but um, who invented the Karen? That's what I want to know. Like, who is that famous Karen? That's what I want to know. I, I don't know where it came from. I obviously, again, it's, it's social media. That's all these, you know, videos of these white women, uh, white women freaking out. And they're oh, saying, awesome. Karen, Karen, Karen. And I'm like, okay, so in my head for my funny part, I'm like, wow. That's so, what a coincidence. All these ladies' names are Karen, but no, that's just how I think. But no, it's definitely a racist term, which I'm like, I okay. don't know where it comes from. Pause, pause, hold on. Correct me, we're okay. Not, we're not gonna call it, we're not gonna call it racist. Gonna get schooled here in about 2.2. We're, two, two two. we're not gonna, we're not gonna call it racist. Okay, because okay. again, I still don't know where it comes okay, from, like, again. Look, there's, I'm not saying, okay, there's a whole misconception here. White people like to think that when we make fun of them, when we say things, of, when we make things like Karen and shit, it's racist. Look, I can't be racist to you because there's no system that you that I have created that fucks me over at every single level. Correct. School, fucking getting a job, Correct. fucking where I live, mm-hmm. all that shit. Okay, racism is a direct... What racism is, is, is not just words, it's direct actions that hinder another person from exceeding because of how they look like. Yes. Now, making fun of something is a prejudice. Mm, yes. So if I say if I call some some job with a hut looking chick Karen because she tried to call the cops on me for crossing the motherfucking street on too close to her lawn, that's me being prejudiced because she's acting away in a way that I've seen a lot of people like her act. Right? Okay. So when people do people can be racist and prejudiced at the same time, but I can't be racist to a a, a, class, a group of people who have more advantages than me and set and set up my advantages. Mm-hmm. To where I can advance. 
if that's if that's the situation I'm choosing, right? Yeah. So like, there's gotta be a differentiation, a different, a difference between like racism and prejudice. People have pre- like it is everybody in the world has prejudices about something. It's not oh, something 100%. that hundred percent. No, no, it's not something that we like. We uh, we're we're born with. It's not. It might. It's not even something that we take from our parents. It's just something that we develop in our own lifetime. And dealing with certain groups of people well, over time. I'm going to have to cut you off there, sorry. But I, I just feel like I was talking to Dev earlier about this uh, on our earlier podcast today. That I feel like it kind of goes with the parents. Correct me if I'm wrong. I always say this because I don't want to get my shit wrong or anything like that. I know everyone has different opinions. But I feel like this day in society or even back then or whenever it was. I feel like it's the parents that teach these kids about you know racism and all this and i just feel like it definitely goes with the parents we don't hate the kids it's the parents that are doing it no i don't agree with that because my no no, no, okay i'm wrong but no no okay because uh when i was a kid my mom when we were driving she like an asian guy cut her off or whatever she'd say something like mildly racist about asian people i'd be like mom don't say that it's racist i'm a kid i was literally like an eight nine ten year old kid so you knew so i knew that wasn't cool Okay. Right, so I, I myself do not generally ever try to like disagree, dis, uh, dissent, um, discriminate somebody yes. based on how they look like because I know what that's like. Right, I'm not gonna exactly I'm not gonna dish out the same bullshit to somebody else that I don't already have to deal with. Now that can be something that like some people learn from their parents, and that can be an excuse. But we also have to like start talking about personal responsibility when we're talking about shit. Because society it, too, yeah, right? there's always yes. exposure of people of color, runways. There's always the token, you know. Uh, ethnic person this and that but it doesn't represent I love how you said ethnic you, you can say token black I know but it's just, not just that but this <laughs> no, Asians, I love that though like Indians, you know, <laughs> yes that, I know right? but I, I honestly strongly feel like yes you have your opinion on that but honestly um, I just feel like it goes with the parents I don't know like or maybe it's their friends who knows like again this day in this society it's so strong that again with all social media and you know, all this stuff and images and how girls need to look even more prettier and all this stuff. And if you're too dark or if you're too, you know, as they say, light skin or anything like that, it's like, who are the people that make this fucking rule up of what we need to look like or who we need to be? So again, I'm really strongly opinionated on I feel like it goes with the parents because, again, they've lived longer, so now they're passing it on to their children, and I feel like this is what they're teaching teaching their children. I think I think that's partly true, but I think again, personal responsibility. Like, if you, if I've known people who have had racist ass parents and went the exact other way, right? Wow. Because, because it's like, and don't communicate with them because of how they they do and. But I feel like that's also a big sponsor, like a big responsibility for that is like to teach kids this back then or now or whenever that again, like love is love. Whoever you are, we are all one fucking human race and we all bleed red. So who are the people to tell us that we have names, that we have the N word, we have, you know, all these other racist names to tell us who we are. And just because we have a different skin color means that we don't belong here. We are all on this earth to be somebody and to achieve and to go beyond further in life. So that's just, this is where it, I'm strongly it goes in the U.S. because we all know 
all all two of you right now we can all say yes i don't know that it's a lot in america right now and it's disgusting it's disgusting and it needs to stop honestly what is killing us is actually our human race of what people are doing and we have to understand this and a lot of people think oh no it's not us it's not us no no no, it's not us it is us we're killing us. It's not. This just, is bad. It's not just America. This is a. Like, well, this, it's, it's more strongly in America, no, as we can but say. It's not just. No. Strong, no. Because they, 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 the way they treat black people in America is the exact same way they treat indigenous people up here. They be well, killing indigenous people up here like they kill black people in the States. Well, yeah, Straight because obviously up. we have more in, in, in Canada. They, no, but they kill Toronto people, black people in Toronto are just the same. You're 20 times more likely to get shot in Toronto than you are in, 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 by a cop. Like, that makes no sense. Like, the, the population of black people in Toronto is 300,000 people. Yeah. Canada has 64, like, 35 million people. That is 90% of the black population. Yeah, yeah. And they're 20 times more likely to get shot? Yeah. Like, that makes no fucking sense. So, like, it doesn't... Like, that whole thing of, like... Um, it's, it's not... America is the most, like upfront problem because the rest of the world learned how to hide their shit but I, again like i just feel like it goes with this, like society and social media and with the parents i don't know i'm 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 gonna stick very strongly to that correct me if i'm wrong Excuse me. educate me that i need to know something that i do not know um but i don't know i just feel like for me parents? for my parents and okay first of all i come not from a great family everything i was raised by my mom my dad, far away in the U.S., Washington, D.C. But I grew up, even though I didn't have my full parents of where I was in life. And just because I know, like, my mom wasn't fully there either as well. So it's just to literally treat everyone with respect and kind and love. And that's how I always am. And I always say to people, we are all one love. We are all peace and love. So, like... Again, everyone out there that's listening, I know everyone is born, or sorry, raised different, but this is the now to treat everyone kind, or to treat people with kind and respect and just love. And everybody in this world is beautiful of who they are. It doesn't matter what fucking skin color they are. Treat them with love and their identity of who they are because they're a human being. So I just don't understand that. And like, you have a strong opinion. Dev, you have a strong opinion. I have a peace and love, you know, strong opinion about it. And that's how I was just always raised. And me coming a half black, you know, my mom is white and my dad's African-American. I looked at people like we were all one love. And Hmm. coming from, you know, from the 80s, it's like, you know, I, I just loved everyone and their spirits and who they are and didn't matter who they are, what they are. They are human to me. So this is what I'm trying to get for society in this day and age is that everyone needs to stop fucking hating each other. And yeah, I'm just, yeah, I I don't know. I get kind of emotional and it's one thing where I'm just like, if people are the reason that we're killing other people, we like, we are the cause. And a lot of people don't understand that. And that's one thing where I'm like, why can't we just all like, just be nice to each other. I just don't understand. I don't like, I'm not trying to get emotional or anything like that, but it's like, I've always been raised just to like one love and peace and love. That's how I was raised, but also too, I mostly raised myself as to just be who I am. If I'm different skin color, I don't give a shit. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing that we are beautiful. We're all beautiful inside and out. So this needs to stop. This war needs to fucking stop because we're sick of it, obviously. But like, this isn't, this isn't like a war. Well, I'm not saying it's a war, but. Okay, but this is the thing. Like, I get, I would, I would want peace too. Well, I think we all do at the no, end of the day, no, right? I mean, yeah. We, we, do we yeah, not all yeah. want peace? Like, we yes, we peace, do. But like, to be honest, like, if if nothing would have changed, nothing would have started changing, and this shit happened. Like, I'm sorry, but like the, the idea that like we have to just like love one another and shit. Like, I've seen, I was taught to try and turn the other cheek, and every time I get turned the other cheek, I get punched in the fucking face. What? No, seriously. Every time I tried to walk away from a fight when I was younger, I would get hit. And that was what I was taught, was to try and t- turn the other cheek. Now, collectively, I think as a species, a lot of us, doesn't matter the skin color, mm-hmm. but a lot of us are sick and tired of getting punched in the fucking face. Well, of course. Like, I feel so, like no one should be punched in the face. But I'm, I'm metaphorically, we always, we're always getting punched in the face with these different things. We're getting, we're getting punched in the face financially. We're getting punched in the face like on how we look, we're getting punched in the face. On, on like how like how to get ahead. Just, oh, there's a, there literally is a system in place that is circumventing every natural way we were taught as growing up to how we're supposed to get where we're supposed to be. Also, too, which really pisses me off is that back in the day, as we were literally called second class citizens. Um, no, we're not. We were never seven, uh, second class citizens ever. But also, too, going back to your uh, yeah. conversation is that we, again, no one ever deserves to be punched in the face for anything like that because of the no. way you look or anything or anything like that. But again, that's how it's it, like, but that's how the world was. That's what I'm talking about. Like, this is this yeah. whole thing is just like it's a buildup of a bunch of shit. You like if you really want to check this out, that's every single person, every single beat, every single person in the last four, not even four years. Has come up and saying, yo, I'm sick and tired of this shit. Hong Kong started rioting because they're sick and tired of getting bullied by China. Fucking mm-hmm. uh, all, Me Too's happened because women are sick and tired of getting harassed by men. Oh my gosh, right? that was going Fucking, down in 2018. That was nuts. Fuck That's also you. another reason why I wanted to quit film because I was like, I'm done. Like right? Everyone that felt that movement was just like... And it was coming out left, right, and center, like, right at the end of 2018. And I was like, what in the, like, what is this? This is done. I'm done. I feel like this doesn't need to be, uh, sorry, this doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be at a workplace. So, I don't know, did you feel the same way, Dev, of the whole Me Too movement? Because I thought it was total left field. So, that's why I didn't know what to think or how to think about that. So, what do you think about that? I'm actually really glad it happened because ever since I've started working when I was 16, I've it's been everywhere. Like everybody's sleeping with each other. Every all the coworkers were sleeping in the bar. But it was also very quiet to until in, until women started speaking up. I know this is totally off topic, but again, it goes down with kind of kind of what we're talking about too as well. Um, but yeah, I just feel like um, people don't need to wait of what happens. And when I was reading about the whole Me Too movement, I was like. There's people that are coming out that was, like, from the 70s. Like, I don't understand. Like, if you had this happen to you, say it now. Like, I don't understand. Like, I, I got so... It's because you couldn't say anything before because you would have gotten looked down on and pointed at... I don't give a shit. I've been that powerful woman that I'm like, if someone rubs me the wrong way or does that shit to me, I don't care. Again, I have a voice. But that's, that's, but that's you. That's not yeah, the other person. a lot of people who have to process it, and there's, there's a lot of taboo about coming out because, like, 
you know, they could see you and take you as, you know, the victim more than you are. But you know what? It doesn't matter if you're the victim because guess what? You were the fucking victim because you did get, you know, into that situation and it totally was not your fault. But also, too, it's just the afraid. Okay. Okay, guys, correct me if I'm wrong because I know I'm not wrong. I am who I am. I say the shit of what happens to me right then and there. I don't care if it's back then or if it's now. I've always been that person to say shit right away. But that's, again, that's you. That's not, that's not. But I just feel really bad for the women back in the day to, you know, fast forward to the now. And it's like, still they're afraid. Men, men and women, doesn't matter. It's not mostly, you know, towards women, but it's also with men too. And I don't get it. But okay, but that's and what a I'm lot like. of times there's grooming too. Like it, it doesn't happen just there and there, there and then. Like there's, you know, they, they, they groom you. They slowly do little things. They, they see what limits they can go with you. And then you confuse yourself. Like, oh, was this normal? Like, you know, is it, did I put myself in that position? And that's what I'm talking about. Like with the whole thing, it was just like that, the Me Too movement, the LGBT thing, every... And obviously the black thing's been happening forever. But even yes. now, like even with like <laughs> how the Latino the, like how they're treating like Mexicans and Latinos in the States and stuff. Oh my like, gosh. All this, all this shit, every like literally systematically, every single group of people has been fucked with. And now everybody's pissed off and now we have the explosion of that. Now what's happening is a lot of people don't like the idea of change because oh. the world has been changing for a while now. Just nobody has seen it actually physically change yet. Until there's been big movements. Or I feel like burning down a target. With sorry, what'd you fuck say? Or they're burning down a target. Which, <laughs> fuck target. But what I'm saying is that no matter what, there's okay. Take take for instance, like there's been riots in Vancouver or some small protests. Okay, yeah. we've all seen it. We've all seen it downtown. Um, it's one thing to be like, okay, yeah, sure, protest, do a thing. But it's never happened, though. No, they so, just protest, nobody cared. Yeah, because no one cares. And, and, and like, I've seen so many different, you know, races of people that are trying to do a protest. And I'm like, okay, so I'll stop and, like, I'll listen for sure because that's just who I am. And it's been a small crowd and nothing, nothing goes on. And people just walk by aimlessly like they're... Like, they don't even exist. And that what pisses me off, because I'll stop for something that I feel like that means to me. So I've stopped numerous times of protests, nothing. And then all of a sudden, which I'm not saying, you know, I'm not proud of, but with the Indigenous and with Black Lives Matter now, we are bigger than anything of what's going on right now. And this is the now, as I always say, because I love saying that word. <laughs> um, but... Again, this is something that will never leave and something that some, yeah, I I don't know. It's just, it's just something that will never leave. It'll never die. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep doing this forever. Um, yeah, I don't know if anyone wants to say anything to maybe wrap this up or if we, uh, there again, we are, we are at a dog kind of park. So sorry for the dogs in the background, everyone. Um, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool. (laughs) We are good. Finally, I've been trying to get a hold of Gerald to finally have, you know, the podcast. Luckily, we caught him on a day. Um, Dev is still here, too, as well. Um, At the end of my podcast, I love uh, for my guests to do a shout-out at the end of who people want to hear or if they want to, you know, do a shout-out. Dev, if you have anyone new in mind, shout it out. 
Um, I guess no one really knew in mind, but it's just more everybody who's been through, I guess, these kind of situations, which I guess most of us have been through, and to help them deal with it and process it because it's not easy, you know, and everybody does it differently. Sometimes some people can say yes or no right away, and sometimes it takes you years to finally, I guess, confront your issues. And I guess it's just having that understanding that, that time and space to, I guess, for the healing, you know? Amazing. Thank you so much. And Gerald, do you have anyone that you would like to shout out uh, uh, for the end of my podcast? First of all, I just shout out these fucking mosquitoes for eating my leg up the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Again, we are outside, everyone. So we are literally getting eaten by mosquitoes. So. But um, I, I guess my shout out would be like the Black Freedom Society. They're the people who set up the, uh, the march on Friday who gave me the opportunity to speak and perform. Um, them, I would also shout out to anybody who's um working mental health right now i'm not i'm not gonna i have i have reservations about shout out the metal community because i kind of feel like they treat everybody right except for people who have color but um <laughs> i like to shout out all the mental health workers and stuff who are really out here like trying to make sure people are staying together Thank you so much, everyone. I know this is so sudden. Uh, I know I've done two back to back. Uh, Dev, again, I want to say thank you so much. And also, Gerald, thank you uh, again. Uh, stay tuned for the next one. Peace.